so many different ideas about good health, how do you separate the myths from the facts? Welcome to Healthy View Radio with your trio of co-hosts, Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighouse. Today, you'll learn what it takes to be healthy and happy within a stressful world from three experts walking their talk. Here is Lisa, Andrea, and Michelle. Well, hello and welcome to Healthy View Radio. My name is Michelle Fennickhaus and I am thrilled to be here with you and with my co-host, Andrea Beeman. Hey, Hey, girl. (laughs) We are missing Lisa today, who's off vacationing in Portugal. Some nerve, right? What the heck? Never taking us with her. Always going to great places. Wasn't she like in San Diego last week and then Florida the week before? I know. When are we going? Next time. Well, I went to Kentucky. I went to Kentucky. (laughs) And we were jealous of that, too. (laughs) So it's just us today, you and me, baby. We're going to be talking about the energetics of healing because we spent a lot of time talking about food on the show, healthy eating. It's one of our favorite topics. And in fact, last week's episode was food that heals. But today we want to cover other ways, uh, sometimes more subtle, like the less obvious ways that healing takes place. Is that how you would describe energetics, Andrea? Well, we can't heal anything without energy, right? Like if you don't have enough energy, uh, then you can't, you can't go into the healing phase or it'll take really a long time for healing. So there are so many phases and so many levels. And a lot of times people don't understand energetics. They're like, what the heck is this crunchy granola, hippie crap energetics? What does that mean? But it, it actually is like it's ancient, ancient medicine, chi. You know, we don't have, our chi is our life force. And if you don't have a life force, guess what? Boop. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool to think about it that way. Like whether you believe in it, quote, believe in it or not, it is happening. It is here with you all the time until you're dead in the grave. So it's worth talking about. And uh, usually, you know, we have a guest joining us during the show. But today, since this is sort of Andrea's specialty area, she loves to talk about, it's going to be just us. So if you are joining us on Facebook right now, go ahead and put your questions into the comment area so we can answer them as we go along. Yes, please put your questions. (laughs) Andrea wants to answer your questions. I love questions. She wants you to post a picture of your face like this. So she can tell you all about it. <laughs> Wait, didn't we do that show already? But I'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> now, I know a lot of our listeners are already longtime fans of yours, but we probably have some newbies as well. So I want to let everybody know a little bit of the background um, of my highly esteemed colleague that we have here today. <laughs> so Andrea is a natural food chef. She's a health educator, thyroid expert, holistic health coach, pretty cool gal. She's an herbalist dedicated to alternative healing and sustainable eating and living. She was a featured contestant on Bravo's Top Chef. Some of you may remember that. She's a regularly <laughs> featured expert on CBS News and hosted the award-nominated Fed Up, a cooking show that educates viewers how to cook for and cure their bodily ailments. As a keynote speaker and teacher, Andrea inspires audiences to take action on their health. She teaches engaging cooking demos and health programs to students and clients through live conferences, schools, and online programs, reaching vast audiences around the world. She's the author of four (laughs) books, and she makes learning about better health, uh, good food, sustainable living, a fun experience for everyone, especially right here on Healthy View Radio. (laughs) We appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, if it's not fun, nobody's going to want to do it. (laughs) That's right. And there's so much boring stuff out there in the health world. I remember when we started the show, we were like, let's not do that. Mm -hmm. 
I agree. Got to take it in a different direction. All right. So for um, everyone who doesn't know Andrea, well, and even for those of us who do, let's do a little more digging because we always ask our featured guests some personal questions just to get everybody going, like what they had for breakfast. But I'm going to mix it up a little on you today, Andrea. What? I was prepared for the breakfast I situation. I knew you were going to eat like a really <laughs> great breakfast. So you could tell us about it. But whammo, I'm going for what did you eat for dinner last night? Oh, last night we had um, roasted chicken, herb roasted chicken with rice with a chicken cherry on it. Um, and then afterwards, I think I'm going to say that we had a cookie. We had a <gasps> cookie. <laughs> <laughs> one cookie. You, you split it between the two of you. No, it was three little cookies that I had one and a half and Pablo had one and a half. <laughs> Very democratic. Just right down the middle. <laughs> right down the middle. That's the marriage thing, right? You got to share 50%, whatever it is. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And where did you acquire said chicken? Oh, say chicken from Fleischer's Meat Market in uh, in New York, and and my husband works over there, uh, and it's they source from local farms upstate. So it's it's a um, I, I guess you would call it a consciously sourced meat market. Like when you think of butcher shops, you don't think, well, they're really taking care, but they they source from farms that are taking care of their animals. And even one of the owners has a, a farm upstate where he naturally raises, raises his pig. So, uh, so we get, we get our meats from there or downtown at the farmer's market, but we got the chicken from Fleischer's. Yeah. Give them a plug. Why not? Sounds yeah, like a great really. place. <laughs> awesome. So we know that you are into meditation. We talk about herbs. We talk about, of course, healthy food, but what is the most out there thing that you've ever done along your own healing journey? Oh, how much time do we have today? <laughs> Let's keep it to about a minute. Oh, gosh, darn Damn. Um, The most adventurous thing that I've done was ayahuasca, probably about 15 years ago before it became big, right? <laughs> before it hit the mainstream. I was um, blocked in my meditations. Like literally, I would sit in meditation and I saw a gray wall. and and I'm like, what is that? How come I can't get anything? What's going on? Did the universe cut me off? They, they kicked me out of the universe. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening here? And um, so my friend Karen, um, she said, okay, let me do a shamanic journey for you. You know, put on the drums. And she's also quite connected to psychic powers. All right. The ether. And uh, she goes, I'll do a shamanic journey for you. So she came over, she put on the drum music. She sat down on the floor and I sat on the couch and she attached her legs to my legs. And, um, and she said, okay, wake me in 20 minutes. <laughs> she goes back into her meditation and I felt the tingling come up my legs. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. 20 minutes later, I'm like, okay, Karen, come on back. And she opens up her eyes and she's crying. Oh my God. And I said, what, what happened? And she goes, I was in the jungle and there was all these vines and all these, I couldn't, I didn't know where I was going. And there was a wall. And, and then a, a little boy came up to me. I couldn't get over the wall. I couldn't get around the wall. It was just a gigantic gray wall everywhere. It looked was this wall. She goes, and this little boy came to me and he looked at me and he just embraced the wall and it crumbled down. It crumbled down. And when I saw through the dust, I saw you, which was her in the dream. She goes, I saw you walking with a man down this aisle that was not like a wedding, typical wedding, goes walking down this aisle and, um, and, and you sat and you started teaching everybody some stuff. And I said, where were you? Because she was still in trance. I said, where were you? And she goes, Brazil. 
And I go, great. And because, uh, you know, I, I wanted more information. So I get onto Google. I got Google-itis and I go, Brazil shaman journey. <laughs> <laughs> Just book yourself a trip right then. <laughs> and the first thing that popped up was this uh, ayahuasca retreat in um, uh, Palo Alto, Brazil or something like that. So, uh, you know, it was really up there. Yeah, it was really far away. How many, how much time we got now? <laughs> the story is really good. That's a good story. Finish it. Okay. So, so uh, I see this shaman journey. I book my trip to leave like three weeks later. And then I'm at a, um, a health conference before I go. And this guy says, oh, so what do you got coming up? I said, well, I'm going to this ayahuasca thing in Brazil. And he just goes, do you know anything about ayahuasca? <laughs> I said, no. I said, but you know, a shaman did a journey for me and that's what popped up. So I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> and he goes, okay, no, no. He goes, before you go on an ayahuasca journey, you have to read this book called um, Sacred Something or Other. I'll have to get the name for you guys. Uh, and I read the book and I was like, holy crap, this is fascinating. It's a plant in the jungle and I'm going to take it and it's, it's going to open my consciousness, right? So I, boom, I go to Brazil and I tried ayahuasca. I had a week-long experience of four times with ayahuasca. And the first time that I took it, Everybody was throwing up. Everybody was throwing up all over the place because it clears your system. I mean, literally just clears everything out. But I didn't throw up because I could digest things very well. <laughs> so I didn't throw up, but I had to emergency poop. Like, <laughs> emergency. I was wow, like, you can't leave the circle. And I said, no, no, I got to leave the circle. You don't understand. If not, I'm going to projectile poop all over these people. So, <laughs> you know, it was like 12 people there. So, um, so I'm, you know, doing this journey and it's taking a really long time and I'm starting to get angry and I feel anger coming up in my system. And, uh, and I'm like, I got to get out of here. These drug addicts, they're all drug addicts. They're, you know, bothering me. I got to I want to get out of this jungle. I'm again, I'm in the middle of the jungle in Brazil. It's midnight or one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's not like a street in New York. And, uh, although it could be like a street in New York, uh, and I'm, I'm like a mile and a half or two miles away from the house, right? We're in the woods. So I'm like, I'm getting out of here. And I leave because I'm so angry. I have so much anger coming up in my system, infuriated. So I'm walking through the jungle, high on ayahuasca. And, uh, and all of a sudden, I'm like, God damn them. No son of them. I'm cursing all this stuff. Damn them. Keeping me up late, right? All of a sudden, a tree smacks me in the forehead. And I'm like, what? And the tree said, remember, I'm on ayahuasca. <laughs> I love this. Go ahead. <laughs> the tree said, give your anger to the earth. She'll take it. And I'm like, first of all, you're a tree. You can't talk to me. <laughs> I have so much anger. So I'm stamping my feet. I'm like, fine, I'll give my anger to the earth. I'm stamping my feet. I'm stamping my feet. I'm stamping my feet. I'm crashing into rocks. I'm doing everything that you can think of. And I'm going through the jungle in the middle of the night by myself. And I finally get out to, and I don't have a light, by the way. Well, and I'm, I get out to the road. And I'm standing there. And I'm like, I started laughing so loud. And I'm like, Oh my God, I had so much anger. <laughs> I had so much anger stored in my liver. That's what was blocking my meditation. I had been um I had been in a relationship for like 10 years with a drug addict. For 10 years with a drug addict. And when to be in amongst the people doing the drugs in a natural way, in a normal way for enlightenment, I saw why, where my anger really was coming from. And once I released that anger, my meditation the next day was right back to where it was normal, but I had stored that in my body. 
Oh, that's fascinating. And that's an interesting thought just for everybody listening, the difference between doing drugs as an addict in sort of an unhealthy way and how drugs, and Andrew, we could have a whole show about that, (laughs) but doing drugs in in an enlightening, healthy way. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, ayahuasca is is thousands of years old. It's indigenous medicine. And the anthropologists and the people that study botany, they didn't understand how did these native people know to pick these two plants to put together out of the millions of plants in the jungle that they have this specific reaction inside the body to cause this this connection as if you're being born again. You know, there's a certain amount of hormone that's flooded through your system as soon as you're born. That same hormone is flooded through the system when you do ayahuasca. And it's an extremely enlightening experience, like being reborn. And, um, and they said, how is it possible millions and millions of plants and they put a a vine and they put this plant together, uh, two different plants. How did they know? And the shaman said, the plants told us. Well, I guess if you're doing the ayahuasca, you're going to get lots of messages, but how did they get the message first? That is the question. That's it. They said the plants told us. The plant said, we put this one and this one together. It'll help you get clarity. Well, if you guys didn't know Andrea before, you know a little bit about her now. That's great. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, that's a good segue, though, because we're talking about the energetics of healing. And what I wanted to pose before we really get into the how and, uh, you know, and the plants talking and all that is <laughs> what when you think about energetics of healing, what are we healing from? Like, what should everyone bring to mind that's going on in their family or maybe the health of their loved ones? Well, that's an interesting question because it's different for everyone. But, you know, like with something like ayahuasca, you're healing from some type of trauma, right? There's a big trauma there. With um, the energetics of, let's say, the physical body, then you're looking at food, right? Because food is building the physical body. But what's building the emotional body? Our experiences are building the emotional body. And then, of course, we also have another energy system within the body. And then what's, what's nourishing that energetic system? Uh, so yeah, uh, A-Rod put in stress release. Yeah. Look, look at the world today. This is a, a trauma. We got trauma going on everywhere and that gets stored inside the system unless you process it. And I've always been good at processing, but even me, look at me, I stored 10 years of anger inside my energetic body and it congested my liver, congested it literally. And then after a few, cause you do a few ayahuasca journeys within the same week. The next day when we did it, I saw someone's inside of their body just from the outside. I saw the skeleton. I saw my own liver and it was just fascinating. Oh, don't get me started. Wow. Okay. So we could talk about healing uh, in the physical sense, in the emotional, emotional sense, sense. Uh, the energy systems of the body. We're, we're Spiritual all, healing. All avenues today. It's all games. So whether someone's suffering an emotional loss or a trauma or an autoimmune condition, that all falls underneath this umbrella. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Autoimmune conditions especially is trauma against the self, right? So an autoimmune condition is where your immune system is attacking your own system. So this is emotionally or mentally, this somewhere there's an attack on the self, whether it's I'm not good enough, I need to do more, you know, I'll never, I'll never get this done or whatever it is, or I need this thing, you know, whatever it is, there's, there's some type of emotional attack on the self. 
I want to get way more into that too. And, and maybe we can even take on some listener questions about like, what about this health issue or that health issue, you know, and just kind of get into it. But I also just want to point out that today we're not talking about symptom management of these conditions. Like uh, back when I was having fainting episodes, they said, take anti-anxiety medication or my husband had a gallbladder attack. They said, let's cut them open and take out the gallbladder. So, uh, you know, symptom management is different than healing. Any Thing you want to say about that before we get into the rest? I think you're exactly right. You know, it's um, in Western medicine and they're changing now. I, the conference that I was at last week, they asked, it was a, you know, a nurses and doctors, a hospital conference. And they asked me to be their keynote speaker and talk about, guess what? The energetics of healing the whole body, <laughs> right? So even they're starting to see that just taking out an organ or covering up a symptom is not really healing. It's not. Good stuff. All right. So we're going to go deep in that today. But before we do that, we are going to go to break. And I want to announce that while we are on the break, I want to pay attention because I want to announce the Healthy View Radio giveaway that we have going on. That's right. All you have to do to enter is go to healthyviewradio.com slash giveaway. And here's what you're going to win. Well, one lucky person is going to win the Better Bathroom Experience from Squatty Potty. You guys know that we are totally committed to your digestive health, right? And that means having those healthy bowel movements every single day. So Squatty Potty is going to help you out with one of their fancy slim teak stools. It is very zen. It is very fashionable for your bathroom. Plus a Squatty Potty Refresh It Bidet and two bottles of Unicorn Gold Toilet Spray. So to enter to win, super easy. All you have to do is head over to healthyviewradio.com slash giveaway. You can do that now while we go to break and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighaus, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. 
You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Welcome back to Healthy View Radio. I'm Michelle Fenikhaus, and I'm here with my co-host, Andrea Beeman. Today we are talking about, well, we're talking about a whole lot of crazy stuff. We're talking about the energetics of healing primarily, which might have you scratching your head thinking, what the heck are they talking about? What is this topic? But as Andrea will tell you, if you're scratching the top of your head, you're probably activating a meridian up there, and that's exactly what we're talking about. So let's kind of pick up where we left off, Andrea. Um, first of all, when I think when we talk about energy and this whole like idea of tapping into your chi, you know, some people right away are like tuning out. They're like, I don't know, this is weird. It sounds kind of woo woo. It sounds kind of scary. And for some folks, it might feel like an uncomfortable overlap between spirituality and even religion. So what do you say to somebody who's skeptical? Well, I say that if you're skeptical, just look at what science says, right? Because a lot of people believe science and they don't believe spirit as much or they don't believe their own intuition as much. So like science says that everything is energy. Everything is energy. Your energy, I'm energy. There's energy in the air. We can't see it. There's energy in the earth. There's energy everywhere. So everything is energy. And um, some things have uh, quick energy, slow energy, uh, high energy, low energy. And then we have access. This is where science may not uh, coincide with ancient medicine. Uh, in ancient medicine, they say we have access to all of the energy that is outside of us and inside of us, and we can move it and we can manipulate it and we can strengthen it and we can do a lot of things with that energy. Um, and I think that's where the separation happens. Also, I, I read somewhere that the separation between science and spirit happened in the 1400s, 1400s or 1500s, where um, the rise of uh, modern medicine they were in control of the body. And then the rise of Catholicism and religion, they were in control of the spirit. And they said, okay, the church said to medicine, we got spirit, you got body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and don't cross those lines. That's why you don't Hold cross on. those lines. <laughs> right? But we know today, it's all bubbling up to the surface, that there is no separation you can't separate them. What happens in the spiritual realm is happening in the physical realm. Uh, and, you know, I could say ether if people don't want to go there. Uh, you know, they don't want to say spirit or religion or anything like that. Uh, but it's we're, we're so much more than what we've been taught. We're these multifaceted creatures that have physical, emotional, energetic, spiritual. We're like everything. I mean, literally. What, what is that saying? Whatever's all out there is all in here. Yeah, baby. I love that <laughs> image, you know, and, and for people who are very religious, sometimes it can feel, you know, I heard people say like they don't feel they can do yoga because they yeah. are Roman Catholic and there's a conflict in their minds. But um, for someone who's very religious, when you were just saying that, you know, there's energy and we can move it and we can change it, we can influence it. You know, some people call that prayer. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, we're all we're all involved with this in one way or another, whether we like it or not. I think that's <laughs> right. It's just I think the perception of the language, you know, like, yeah. right. So somebody would say prayer and another person would say intention. Right. But it's, it's the same thing. And, you know, they say there is power in prayer. So, uh, you know, our thoughts connected with our heart, you know, like, please let me help this person. Right. Whatever it is. And that moving out, you know, everything is energy. I think um, I, I took a class with Mike Dooley. I love his stuff. And, uh, and he's like, thoughts are things. 
Thoughts are things. A thought you think here goes, that's energetic vibration is going out into the universe. So whether you're thinking, please let me heal this person or this body, or my body is healthy and happy, that's going out into the universe. And then what goes into the universe comes back to you, right? That's a universal law. It's not just going and not going anywhere. And then, of course, prayer is very similar, right? You're taking this and you're putting it out and it's an energy. Yeah, so fascinating. So maybe more people are involved with energy work than they even realize. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I like what you just said about um, the our thoughts being things. I'm a mm-hmm. big believer in the power of our thoughts because they carry energy. So you know, if we're thinking to ourselves, oh, you know, I'm a victim of this disease, like this terrible thing has happened to me. That's one kind of energy that we're creating versus, hmm, you know, why is this happening for me? Or what is my body trying to balance out? What is my body trying to tell me with this same disease, but totally different thought? Um, And I wonder if this was something that you work with your clients on, you know, reframing their thoughts, creating more positive energy that way. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so important. Like if somebody comes to me, I'm sure I told you this story about the girl with pancreatic cancer when I first started. I'll just give a brief. I know I'm not brief. I'm never brief, but I'll try. (laughs) I'll try try to make it as terse as possible. Um, When I was first starting my business, uh, you know, I had a lot of cancer people coming because I was macrobiotic and that was, you know, big in the cancer community. So this one woman comes, she was given four months to live. She had pancreatic cancer. She was young. She was in her 40s. And um, and she said, OK, so, you know, give me the information that I need to do for my uh healing of the pancreatic thing, right? So, so I, I go through a whole diet and lifestyle with her, you know, take care of yourself, nourish yourself first thing in the morning, change your food, alter your, you know, your thought patterns. And at the end of our hour and a half session, she just sat there and she looked at me and she goes, you don't think I'm really going to do any of this stuff for myself, do you? And I said, I said, no, I don't. She goes, so what other advice can you give me? And I said, here's what I would do. I said, I would take all of the money because she was a big exec. I said, I would take all of the money that you have and I would take the trip around the world that you never took and just enjoy yourself and enjoy your last four months. You know, just go out because her idea that she had to take care of herself on a deeper level or nourish herself or love herself, that would always impede her healing process. Right, it would stop her from getting to the place of switching that that epigenetic, right? That code that either turns on or turns off a gene. Mm. Right. So if her thoughts were, I'm not doing anything for myself and I don't really care to do anything for myself. Okay, I get that. So her thoughts were already in the in the negative space. And you know, this not really gonna any of this is not really gonna work. Great. So then just go and enjoy the rest of your life. That's it. That's it. Right, that's the most healing thing that she could do. With yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's imperative. Like I read You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay like 20 something years ago. And it was life altering for me. Life altering. Amazing. So uh, that reminds me of a story because I, I was thinking about my grandfather. I may have mentioned him before. He's 92 years old. He still lives by himself. He drives. You know, he's in good health by all you know, anyone's standards. No big problems. And he eats Duncan Hines brownies like every day. He bakes them in bulk. Right? Wow. <laughs> and, you know, so when we think about nutrition and the energy of our food, you know, no one is out there saying that you should eat Duncan Hines brownies, <laughs> including Andrea and I, right? But 
the thing is for him, like my grandma died almost 20 years ago. So mm-hmm. this is what he knows how to make. He enjoys them. It's like independent living. It's like a way for him to do what he likes in his own kitchen and take care of himself. And there's something positive about that energy, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you said he's living his life. He's not, you know, hold away. You know, he's, he's doing his stuff. He's out driving. Because that's part of keeping the energy flowing, right? So we have a certain amount of energy that we're given in this lifetime. Uh, and then once the energy is gone, of course, the life force is, is done. So your grandpa, is, he's not sitting at home, sitting on the couch, right? Sitting and just watching TV all day long and, and eating the brownies. He's out in the world and engaged in community, which is energy, right? He's engaged in life energy. Um, so, you know, hey, I, I would like to go and eat gra- uh, brownies with your grandpa. Oh, he brings <laughs> them to every family event. And my kids are like, these are the best brownies ever, mom. And I'm like, okay. No, they are. They are. Because your great grandpa made them. Like That's right. And he was made it with love. He made, you know, he, he puts his love and his energy in there. Yeah, it's really, it's really astounding. So we're probably blowing people's minds right now because we're like, you know, don't take care of yourself. Just go on a trip, <laughs> eat the brownies, whatever. But there's, you know, there's a balance of, of doing that and, and being super stoic and serious about like taking our vitamins, right? Mm. Which it could almost be counterproductive to be too serious about healing yourself. Yes. And energetically think about a vitamin, right? Energetically, it's a form of energy, right? But it's, it's extremely... Um, slow and dense, <laughs> right? Slow and dense, where the brownie actually has a, a lot of um, uh, vibration, right? A lot of vibration in there from your grandpa, from him shipping them around, taking yeah. them to the family, right? a lot of vibration in there. Oh, that's interesting versus like a boring vitamin that comes in a bottle. And, you know. and you don't even enjoy it. Nobody goes, mm, this is delicious. Would you just give me another one of those B12s? You know, like <laughs> nobody says that. <laughs> So interesting. All right. Well, let's get into some specific examples. We got some people asking questions over here on Facebook, uh, maybe, you know, specific health conditions and how energetics of healing can come into play. So let's see. I had one over here. Um, Teresa said that she just had a tooth extracted last week. Healing has been slow with lots of pain and swelling, and it's been difficult to eat. Any recommendations to help this healing go forward? Yeah, I would take, um, and just simple, I mean, simple, take warm water or hot water with salt, put a couple of drops of golden seal in there, uh, natural antibiotic, right? Uh, golden seal tincture and just gargle, gargle every day uh, and rest, right? You just had an extraction and an operation. So if you're stressed out, it's going to impede the healing process. Uh, so you want to rest after an operation, especially one that's taking out a root of a tooth that's connected to your entire body. And for people who are less familiar with you know, herbal things like golden seal, it's like, well, where do I get that? Do I stop in food town and they have it in the dairy section? Or you know, where do you recommend somebody picks up a, a tincture bottle of golden seal? Any health food store will have golden seal. It's a natural antibiotic. Um, it's, a, it's one of the berberines. So it's, it's really, it's very supportive to your mucosa. Uh, it's going to help to t- tighten and tone and, and clean up the bacteria that's in there. Um, so any health food store, you could even get it at a Whole Foods. Uh, an herb store, like I live in New York. I like going down to Flower Power, Crunchy Granola Town. <laughs> <laughs> and you can even order this stuff online. Yep. Yeah. So. Mount, Mountain Rose, uh, Herbals, they'll probably have it. Star West Botanicals, there's a lot of stuff online. Yeah, it's I like a be- whole world of herbal stuff a lot of people aren't familiar with. Yes. So. Yeah. 
those are good resources. All right, excellent. So here's another one. Um, well, Francis said, what would you recommend for someone? I think she's kind of joking, but kind of serious. What would you recommend for someone to be cleansed without booking a flight to Brazil? <laughs> Franny girl. <laughs> Come on. You know, you want to go to Brazil with me. <laughs> yeah, we all do. <laughs> um, so I would suggest a yearly liver cleanse, right? So the liver is working overtime because we're in a toxic environment. Even the cleanest stuff that we eat, we're still in a toxic environment. So I would suggest like nice, gentle liver cleanse once a year. And also to keep your body moving on a regular basis by stretching and opening. Because uh, what happens is things can get stuck and congested and stagnant in the body if the body isn't flowing. So you want like yoga is fantastic. Meridian exercises, these are all great. Um, but a simple liver cleanse. So like on my website, I do have a liver cleanse. If you look under uh, liver cleanse, there's one with buplerum root that helps to clear stagnant uh, liver energy. And now I wouldn't take it for a long time, but it's, it's really, it'll move you. Oh, it'll move you. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be running out of the circle. Uh, oh, that's really interesting. When you said yoga, you know, I was just thinking in terms of emotions, you, you often people will, I used to teach yoga. So sometimes you don't notice this when you're in a class, you're lying in Shavasana. It's very likely someone in the class has tears streaming down their face, um, sometimes sobbing, and you will notice. And that sometimes releasing energy that's been pent up for a long time. If you're doing a long hold specifically like in pigeon pose or something like this, the tears will come. And so what you're saying about yoga, really moving the energy. Yes. I agree. We store emotions. We store a lot of things in ourselves and yoga helps to open it up and release it. So everyone hit that yoga class. Don't be afraid to let the tears flow. It is healing. Oh, <laughs> does that feel good? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. We have any other people asking about certain health conditions. I want to make sure that we hit those. But, you know, I was curious about what about something real simple, Andrea, like, you know, strep throat. You go to the doctor, you get antibiotics and it's done, right? Like, boom, simple. Like, would you, is there anything like we should take a larger view of something like strep throat? Yeah, because it's not that simple, right? Mm -hmm. So strep throat, they take a, a round of antibiotics. If they go that route every time, because the strep is going to keep coming back at some point, uh, every time they go that route, they're actually weakening their digestive system with each round of antibiotics, right? So it's actually not the best route. It's, that's like, I'm not anti-antibiotics, right? If there is an extreme thing that's happening and we need those antibiotics right now, then you get them, um, you know? But if, if it's just you start with a, a little red in the throat, because we know, we feel something happening. You'll feel, oh, I'm getting a little tickle. Start gargling salt water, throw even a little natural antibiotic in there. Any of the berberines would be great. Um, and, and that should start the process of, or even taking, increasing your garlic, which is naturally antibacterial and antiviral, right? So you just want to start to do some of those, th those things to clear it in the beginning so that it doesn't go deeper into the system. And then next thing you know, you got uh, a ton of excess everything. Right. Just leading into a cycle, which people get into. And I know I was in myself as a kid where you just keep getting it and there's more antibiotics and you keep getting it and there's more antibiotics and maybe... Also, yeah. also strengthening the immune system, right? Would yeah. Help. Last night when uh, we were here, I started to get a tickle in my throat, right? Tickle and started to get a little bit of pain right here on the left side. And I said to Pablo, oh, I must have gotten uh, Dennis and because uh, my, my nephew was sick and my friend Dennis was sick. I said, I must have picked up that little bug. So he's like, okay, get in there, go do something right now because I have to go and, and speak this weekend at the Take Back Your Health Conference. 
<laughs> right? So I got my little salt water. I started gargling. I put in a little golden seal, started gargling, did the same thing this morning. And I feel a little cold happening, right? So the it didn't go further down and it didn't get more inflamed. Now I have the mucus coming out because there was a fight going on. There was a fight in here. My immune system was fighting, whatever it is. So now look, my little nose is running. <laughs> <laughs> but you're getting better. <laughs> oh my God, we could go on and on. You know, let's do one more real, real quick. Okay. If you can, talking about the energetics here. Um, somebody said my friend has shingles. What, she, what can she do to relieve pain or, or what's going on there? First of all, anytime that you have any system that anything that comes up like that, you have to look at stress coming up to the surface. So shingles is uh, is coming up to the surface and we're looking at an autoimmune condition. Uh, We're looking at. uh, Well, actually, no, shingles is uh, one of the herpes viruses. Right. right? It's connected to one of the herpes viruses. So you're looking at the immune system has been brought down and this has come up to the surface. So it came up to the surface. What's going on? And it's also on the outside of the body, which is the protective layer. So who are you protecting yourself from? Who, there's some stress that's going on in your life right now. And this shingles is almost like a barrier. Don't come near me. Mm, that's <laughs> right? a cool way of thinking Red, about it. Inflamed, right? Don't come near me. I need space. I need time to digest what the heck just happened, <laughs> right? So that's something to think about. But also, I would start uh, antivirals immediately. So any lemon balm, licorice root, anything like that, start the antivirals right now. It'll help to bring down the pain and and bring your body back to a normal state and also increase your immunity. Oh boy, we could go on and on and on with this stuff, but I'm going to have to wrap us up. Say thank you so much for sharing. You guys can learn more about Andrea at andreabeeman.com. What? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like the right place. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. And after the break, we'll be back with health coach Kelly Kaladzinski, who overcame her own health issues, including leaky gut and hypothyroidism. And here's an idea. During the break, head on over to healthyviewradio.com slash giveaway to enter to win the Better Bathroom Experience. It's a $110 value and super easy to enter. So again, that's healthyviewradio.com slash giveaway. We'll be back in a bit. Get your squatty bodies. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighaus, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Do you ever have an off day? Or is your life positive and uplifting? Making Life Brighter is a forum for positive, inspired, and contemplative thought, showcasing experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists. Your host, Winifred Adams, will bring to life topics to stimulate and make your life brighter. We want to hear from you. Be sure to tune in Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Welcome back to the most energetic show on the radio today. My name is Andrea Beeman, and I'm here with my runny nose and my co-host, Michelle Fenninghaus. Our other fabulous co-host, Lisa Lutan, is globetrotting right now, and we'll be back on Healthy View Radio next week. For those of you that are just joining us, we've been talking about the energetics of healing, which I hope is as exciting for you as it is for us. We love this stuff. And now... It's time to introduce you to an exciting up-and-coming talent in the health and wellness field. Today, we have Kelly Kolodzinski. She is the owner and founder of Renew Holistic Wellness. She works with women and men who are ready to renew and rediscover health and wellness mentally, emotionally, and through nutrition. Good stuff. We're going to be talking about all this stuff today. Kelly helps her clients sort out the gifts and challenges life delivers and teaches clients how health is affected by what happens in our heads as well as what we put into our bodies. That's the truth, sister, right? Uh, She also specializes in anti-inflammatory nutrition, gut health, and educating her clients on wellness concepts that are not widely understood. Kelly has lived and understood the demands of corporate America and how we can lose ourselves in the process of gaining success. She delivers truth based on her past experiences in overcoming her own health issues, leaky gut, adrenal fatigue, hypothyroid, and hormone imbalance, which grew her passion for helping others. So nice work, sister. Kelly and her husband, Mike, both eat an anti-inflammatory diet and are inspired to help others. Kelly is a graduate of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, just like us gals here, uh, the Wood Hygienic Institute, as well as Kane IR Training Services. She also has a bachelor's degree in in communications and business management, and she promises all her clients a healthy dose of keeping it real. So welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me this. Well, it's this morning here, this afternoon for you all. <laughs> yeah, you're in Honolulu. I am. I'm on my last day of vacation. Normally, I would be calling in from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but I figured this is a fabulous backdrop for today's uh, today's meeting. We had it scheduled before I scheduled my vacation, and I figured, why not keep it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you kept it because we got a lot to cover today. I, I was Thank reading you. on your website some stuff that I I, I want to know your thoughts on um, on the energetics of healing, because that was our topic today. Can you give us your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that that's really important for people to understand. What I find is so many people find out that they're sick or there's something wrong, and then it's the woe is me, why me, you know, I want to be like everyone else. And what I really find with my clients is I have to work with them to really just kind of do an attitude adjustment. Um, When we get sick, I personally went from being my healthiest and skinniest to being my sickest ever in my whole life. So um, skinny and fit doesn't always equal healthy, right? And so I was like, what happened? Um, Why did this happen to me? I eat healthy. I do all of these healthy things. And here I am sick, getting a surgery that now I don't believe that I needed. Um, And, you know, you kind of, it's easy to fall into the abyss. It's easy to punish yourself and, you know, wonder what you did wrong. And really, there's just another message there um, that it's time to shift or it's time to, you know, make some improvements. So what I try to tell people, and especially when I was going through it, I was going through it was tough. 
Um, but you know, if you're thinking about everything that you're doing every day to get a little bit better, um, that's much different than waking up every morning and going, another day that I have to do this, you know? So um, there's a lot of good energetics around um, just the positive energy that you put out there when it comes to your healing versus um, that, that woe is me attitude. That's the truth. And I read a, a great quote on your a website from Plato. The part can never be well unless the whole is well. So that means the whole. Yeah, very much so. Um, when I got sick, um, I had just left the East Coast. I was, I was born and raised in the Midwest, but I was living out of East. I was commuting door to door. I was living the corporate life. I was exceeding in corporate America, worked in advertising. And, um, you know, my, my, this wasn't right. You know, there was a lot of like punishment and I got to do better. I got to be better. Um, I got to be thinner. I got to be all these, all these things I got to be. And, you know, I didn't know how to just be, and I didn't know how to appreciate what I did have. You know, it was, um, just something that you get stuck into this different mindset of what you're trying to potentially achieve or accomplish, you know, um, I, I look at it much different now if you were to go to a yoga class when you're trying to get skinny versus if you're trying to be healthy. Um, so, you know, a lot of my clothes won't fit me anymore. I told people that my perfect weight is a healthy weight. Um, oh. You know, so there's a, there's a big adjustment there, um, especially for me, um, that I was, you know, I was going bonkers and working like crazy and working out like crazy. And, you know, it was for the wrong reasons, actually. So I figure if I, if, if my suffering um, help somebody else, then then it was worth it. So that's what inspired me to to help others, you know, kind of conquer what, what I went through. That's great. I also read, and I was shocked when I read that you went six weeks without pooping. Pooping, yes. Um, let me tell you something. You do some crazy stuff <laughs> when you're not pooping. Um, you feel pretty miserable. Um, I'm sure you can imagine. I mean, some people tell me like, I haven't pooped in a day. And I'm like, try six weeks. Um, and I tried every crazy thing that I don't even tell people that I did because it's not healthy, none of it. Um, and that was before I really started on that journey toward wellness, but I just, you know, hit desperation when you don't, when you don't poop like that. I was like, at what point does that become toxic? Yeah. Um, so poop is actually pretty much a conversation for me with people now. I love that you guys are giving away the squatty potty. I think everybody should have one. In fact, here on vacation, my husband said to me, he's like, I miss our squatty potty. I'm like, me too. <laughs> Um, so yeah, poop's a big conversation. If you're not pooping well, um, which really I recently learned when I went to, um, for, uh, colon hydrotherapy training is three times a day. You know, I don't know very many people that poop three times a day. You know, some people are like, Oh, I'm one, I'm one time a day consistently. We're supposed to be pooping every time after we eat. Yeah. We're big poop, big poopers here. <laughs> yeah. I love to talk about poop. My husband jokes that we talk about poop and boobs all day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice combo. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I also read that you had a hysterectomy to remove a non-cancerous uterus. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, I mean, the story kind of goes back that I believe the throughout, throughout my entire life that I had problems with my immune system starting when I was six and I got my tonsils out. Um, and I, I believe that it went from there. Uh, I started at 27 with a potentially precancerous cervix. They removed part of my cervix. Um, I was pretty healthy for like 10 years. And then just before I turned 40, it came back. And, you know, they were testing, getting cervical biopsies every six weeks. And let me tell you, that's not good for the mind or the body or spirit. Um, and, you know, every time that I had these biopsies, they were like, it's potentially cancer, potentially cancer. So every six weeks, you're like, do I have cancer? Mm. Um, so they told me that the best route was to, to remove it. Um, given that I was turning 40, they were willing to take out my cervix. Um, because it, they, they were still calling it precancerous. 
Um, I had the hysterectomy because I didn't know any better. It, you know, I, I knew what I knew at the time. And um, when they took it out and they tested it and I got the results of it, there was no cancer. So happy there was no cancer, but now I don't have a, a cervix or a uterus. And I believe that that's part of what shifted, um, you know, really changing everything in my immune system and my body. Um, and I believe probably it was a food allergy, maybe even potentially my whole life. Like it could have been a dairy thing. Um, you know, dairy is something that I can't have anymore. And living in, living in the dairy state, you know, that's a lot of, a lot of things for people to say like, wait, you don't have cheese. Um, so right, it's I, a cheese I, state, right? Cheese heads. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't believe to this day that I needed that surgery. And I believe that that was a turning point in a lot of, you know, sort of my downfall as my hormones shifted and everything changed. Um, that as I look back, I, I would love to save people from that, you know, and, and keep our parts, you know, so many people are like, oh, you don't need your gallbladder. Oh, you don't need your appendix. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you know, we need all of those parts or we wouldn't have had them to begin with. And so, you know, I didn't know what I knew now. And if I did, I probably wouldn't have had the surgery. And I, you know, want to tell that story to people to help, help women understand what, what they're shifting when they do um, have that kind of experience and that sort of um, procedure. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the big differences with um, with uh, energetic medicine and with Western medicine. Western medicine is that this thing is maybe not working right. Let's goodbye, right? <laughs> Take it out, gone. But in energetic medicine, it's like, hey, how can we get this system to function better mm-hmm. so that every, all the parts that are in there can work together as a as a whole, right? Yep. The parts and the pieces working as a whole. Yeah. And that was really what, you know, inspired me in fixing my thyroid. You know, I could have gone on meds and, you know, have managed my thyroid for the rest of my life, but we actually, working with a natural path, I went back and fixed why my thyroid was wrong. You know, so my thyroid is actually in good shape now. You know, I keep really close eye on it. There are certain things I'll never go back and do that are, you know, risks for the thyroid. But, you know, to your point, Andrea, it's about fixing why the body is not functioning properly. Yeah. Well, you're going to inspire a lot of people, I'm sure. Um, so when people come to you, when clients come to you, how do you first work with them? Like, what, what do you do? I do a traditional six-month program with them. You know, we work on nutrition coming out of the gates. Um, we meet every other week. So for me, if, if their food isn't right, everything else isn't going to fall into place. So I need to really start there. It's also the hardest shift for people to make is to really start to, you know, if they're eating a standard American diet, or even if they're eating healthy, but they're eating maybe, um, you know, some of the wrong things or some inflammatory things, you know, food is very emotional for people. So I find that it's the hardest shift. So we work on that somewhat throughout the entire program. Sometimes it takes people till session eight or 11 to get, you know, their, their diet, right. But my job is to really pull them back on the train as I tell them, you know, so we spend a little less time on it each time, but we really also then get into, you know, the life as a whole, really getting into our thought patterns, getting into our relationships, getting into our careers, getting into um, some sort of spirituality as well as exercise and movement. Um, So really making sure that people understand that it's about whole life wellness. It's not about a specific diet. It's not about, you know, a specific exercise program. It's really about finding what works for that person and, um, you know, digging into that person's life, asking those hard questions about what really makes them tick and helping them find some healthy balance. Well, it's great. So how can our viewers and our listeners find out more about you? Sure. They can visit my website at www.renewholisticwellness.com. I also have a Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Renew Holistic Wellness. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us today and inspiring other people. Thank you for having me.
Oh, you're welcome. So you can hang out or you can hop off or you can just chill uh, or go to the beach. You're in Hawaii, right? (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to wrap up. So Michelle, um, and and of course, our invisible Lisa, uh, what are your big takeaways from today's show? Well, Lisa isn't completely invisible because she has joined us over here on Facebook. She did? Lisa, you're in <laughs> Portugal. Girlfriend, go have a glass of wine. All and right. some mussels, some moule frites. Yes. <laughs> Be in the ocean, put the phone down. Um, I think my big takeaway from today is that we need the Duncan Hines brownies in our life. <laughs> Whatever it is, maybe for you, it's not Duncan Hines. Maybe for you, it's something else. So the ice cream that you stop and get with your kids after the baseball game or, you know, some of these, quote, unhealthy things can sometimes be the most healthy things for us. And I know I have to remind myself of that from time to time because, uh, you know, we can get really fixated on making sure that we, you know, avoid all sugar or we avoid this or that. And, and sometimes letting loose and having fun is really the most healing thing you can do. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's, there's a lot, there's so many different levels to healing on the physical, on the emotional, on the spiritual, er, everywhere, right? So the brownies that your grandpa, I'm, I'm sure that they can cure disease because <laughs> there's so much love in them. Uh, and then, of course, um, uh, another takeaway is for people to just start to be patient with their healing process. So if somebody tells you, you know, any, hey, listen, we're going to take this part of your body out or that part of your body. Just say, listen, can you give me some time here? Just give me, give me some time to breathe and maybe figure this out. Because there's a lot of fear, I think, in, that, um, uh, in the Western model. There's a lot of fear. If you don't do this, you're going to die. You don't do it, right? And I, I think that that causes people to, to do things that they may regret later or they may think, oh, gosh, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, and hers is not the first story that I've heard that, you know, things have come out, kidneys have come out, this has come out, and it wasn't cancerous. Um, so there's many levels to healing, and we have to be patient, right? Adopt the pace of nature. So um, I want everybody to please remember that one lucky winner will receive the better bathroom experience from Squatty Potty. You guys and gals know that you want to have the best day ever and not wait six weeks in between poops. Squatty Potty is going to help you uh, help your colon with one of their fancy Slim Teak stools, plus a Squatty Potty refresh, refresh it? Oh my gosh, that's a curse word. Bidet and two bottles of unicorn gold. Uh, so you can go over to healthyviewradio.com forward slash giveaway and you can enter to win and get your gifts and your poop in the right way. And for those of you that missed any part of the show today, you can watch the recording on healthyviewradio.com or listen to us on iTunes while you're traveling in your car or you're out for a morning walk. Walk? Did I say walk? A morning walk. walk. You're out for a morning walk. That's my old grandma self. Uh, you can also watch us on YouTube. There are so many ways to get all this great content in your, into your life. And we love hanging with you every week. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Michelle, you got anything last words of wisdom for our peeps? We got a great show coming up next week. We're talking about thyroid. What? Yeah, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> I love thyroid. I love thyroid. <laughs> we'll see you next week, you guys. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Healthy View Radio. Please join Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighouse again for another fun and insightful edition of our show. We're live again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. See you soon.